Hi, I'm Emily. Hi, I'm Nicole. And this is Yes Dude, the show about shit we like. How are you? Officially. I'm fine. How are you? Well. I'm well. Okay. Yeah. Today, well, this is pointless because we always upload on Fridays and record on Sundays, but today's Father's Day. It is. Yeah. You did Father's Day yesterday. I did Father's Day yesterday, partially because we record today. Is that why? <laughs> because I was going to, I was like, oh, because I, I didn't even think about it being Father's Day. And I'm like, hmm, wonder if they're doing anything tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was part of the reason that and my sister has two other dads to worry about. She has Zach's dad and our stepdad. Um, so we just decided that yesterday worked better for all of us. So we did it yesterday. Yeah. It sounded like a puppy yelped, <laughs> but I think someone just opened their window. I was going to say I heard something, yeah. but weird. But yeah, it was a really good time. Not we, that like, Nicole doesn't care about her, you know, mom's husband. She just lives far away. <laughs> I do. I live like <laughs> an hour and a half from all of them. Um, and so it takes an hour and a half to get there. We, we spend the time and we come home and like that's like six hours. Which is all of my Sunday, which I don't mind spending, <laughs> but I also have a podcast to record <laughs> and a grad app letter to write. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, Zach is my sister's husband, my brother-in-law. Yes. Um, you know, so I realized today that we've never really called him your brother-in-law, mostly because it's not like they're you know high school sweethearts and like they've been together forever and like he's part of the family. Not that he's not part of the family, right? But like, I've never met him. They honestly haven't been married all that long. It's like, he's just her husband at this point still. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's like my brother-in-law. It's just, I'm not used to using that term yet. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still new to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't even so it's not like- say in-law. Rain's just my sister. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that's it at this point. Yeah. Like, he's totally part of the family and, like, hangs out and stuff. That's why. I, maybe that's why I'm just calling him Zach on a first name basis. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just because I'm on that comfort level. Yeah. Anyways, it was fun. We hung out and threw Frisbee and played soccer. Uh, I happened to turn around just in time to watch my sister eat shit with the soccer ball. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We were all sitting at the table and she was the first one to like get up. And so she goes over and gets the soccer ball and it's like playing around with it and i l- turn around to say something to her and all they hear is oh shit <laughs> she just falls on the ground like i watched her go from straight up to completely horizontal <laughs> on the ground the ball went shooting one way and she went the other <laughs> it was funny <laughs> it is funny i wasn't even there so all- <laughs> we went to riverside park out in lexington and all the covered areas were taken so we there was this big oak tree where is riverside park uh, in Lexington. Like, right by the fire station there in Lexington? <laughs> I've got nothing. There's, like, the, there's, like... I'm trying to picture Lexington, and I've got the blue and... Uh, no, the green and yellow apartments. It's after that. As you're going south, it's after that. It's the big open field on the left as you're driving south, right before the fire station. There's, like, soccer fields and baseball fields. Over by the townhouses. Yes. We live exactly. there. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Yes, south of it. Not you yes. and I, we, but... But you and Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. Yes. That park. 
Um, I was thinking the complete other end by the freeway, and I'm like, that's a fire station. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No. The only fire station I've been in. Um, So there's, like, this big oak tree, and it was, like, pouring down rain yesterday. And, the like, one of the only tables that was, like, available was this one under this big oak tree. And it was great, because the oak leaves didn't like it was completely dry under there the whole day and it poured for like a good 15 minutes mm-hmm. it was great thanks nature nice <laughs> yeah it was just a really good day yesterday uh I, I needed that experience with my family yeah positive that's good yeah it was it was a good time because it's a, like t minus how many days are in this month 30 mm-hmm. what's today the twenty first. You have like less than fifteen days until the wedding, right? <laughs> I'm trying yep. to do that math in my head right now. Yep, it's not next weekend, but it's the weekend after. Nice. Kelsey's birthday is on the eighth, so. Yes, I was gonna say I couldn't remember if it was the seventh or the eighth. It's the eighth, seven eight. That's how I remember oh. it. I'm like, it's not seven seven. So no seven eight. Yep. <laughs> I like it. No, I remember that one. Yeah. But yeah, I got to see the dress yesterday. Got to see her dress. She showed me the picture. Um, so yeah, super cute. I'm excited. Nice. Yeah. My only concern is that the biggest outbreak in Oregon is over by Pendleton. And the Tri-Cities are like an hour north of Pendleton. Yeah, I didn't even think about that until right now. Yeah. I Somehow. I don't know how <laughs> that thought hasn't crossed my mind, but the Jays are supposed to go to Hawaii in October to renew their vows because it's where they went on their honeymoon and they want to renew their vows because it's been like five years now. Yeah. Cause they got married like a month after I left. So this year's five years. Uh, I don't know. Kelsey was wearing her dress a dress the other day. And I'm like, did you wear a dress to work? She's like, yeah, I got it for Hawaii. And I'm like, oh, are they still doing that? She's like, mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to go to a, you know, major travel Hotel. destination right now, but whatever. And she's like, yeah, well, it's not till October. And I'm like, it's the same year as a pandemic. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I would never... No. No. Also, they might not be let into Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii's on lockdown still. I know. I mean, granted, the first one to go into it quarantine. is only almost July, but still, that's like a few months. <laughs> yeah. I, like I said, I've discounted pretty much all travel this year. Yeah. Which makes me sad. Yeah. I was optimistic for the end of August, but with the recent numbers, probably not. <laughs> yeah. We are... Our, um, they extended it a few times for our, like, first line, or, like, we were covering all the costs for the frontline workers, basically, mm-hmm. at my work, uh, and they extended that a couple times. The last one was to the end of the month, and I guess they are actually ending it at the end of the month this time. It's not getting extended another, like, two weeks or whatever. And I'm like... I don't know what they're going to do if the numbers keep getting worse because. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah. But I've had to Don't tell know. everyone. I had, okay, today was pretty slow for pickups. I had three. <laughs> I had three pickups in six hours. Okay. I did 35 and change in sales in pickup. <laughs> like people paying for their orders was $35. Yeah. Over oh half of God. that was the frontline ones that we covered. So really, we mm-hmm. only did 1790 in sales in six hours today. That is wild. Yeah. Is that even profitable? I mean, we had a lot of drop-offs. Oh, okay. But also a lot of those drop-offs were for frontline workers. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, which are going to be free anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we had, like... When I left, I think there were two, like, shirt bundles that are, like, being paid for by the customer, <laughs> which means, <laughs> at most, 12 shirts at two ninety nine a shirt. So, like, $25. Yeah. But <laughs> Maybe 30 Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Our business is picking up just because the tax deadline is, like... Less than a month away now. Yeah. I have a feeling we're going to be doing a lot of extensions, which sucks, but it's fine. (sighs) Sometimes I hate working for the feds. Yeah. Well, indirectly working for the feds, (laughs) but working for the feds. Yeah. So I have a fucking story. Do you want to hear it? (laughs) Duh. (laughs) We we took that (laughs) break in the middle there because your internet failed us, but... It failed hard. It didn't even fail. It just took a shit. <laughs> it did. It just like, nope, died. <laughs> so I am leaving work, right? It's four. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't really want to go to the store anymore. I was planning when I got to work to stop at the grocery store afterwards and get like some seltzer or something because I have one seltzer left. And I'm like, eh, I'll be fine. I have water. <laughs> I don't really actually right? like need to stop. So I go out the back way because I did want to stop and get coffee and it's easier. They're doing construction on the like main road. So Mm -hmm. I go out the side road and like take the back way to Dutch Brothers. So if you go around that side way, there is a it's in between the two buildings because it's in a plaza. So over here. So it's like an alleyway. Yeah. Well, kind of. it's like to the back, like what would be employee parking if anyone made their employees park back there. Yeah. Uh, but everyone just parks in the front. No one cares. <laughs> There's the like plaza <laughs> rules about that. So the businesses don't really care. We just park in the middle. But uh, on the very or on the back side, there's like a daycare. And like right in front of that on the corner is a pool supply place that has like stuff to bring you in, you know, like pool oh, noodles yeah. and like just stuff outside so that you like see yeah. it and like, oh, hey, you know what we need? A giant, like, pineapple or something. Yeah, like a floaty. Yeah. Or like, yeah. They just have, like, some stuff out on the sidewalk to, like, catch your eye and be like, hmm, maybe we should go check that out. So I'm always worried that there's going to be, like, a kid, like, on the other side, like, in between, like, on the other side of, like, the floaties where I can't see them and they're going to, like, run out in front of me. So I always go really slow through there because <laughs> it's right next to the daycare. Mm-hmm. So, actually, I think it's a preschool. I think it's, like, an actual school, but whatever. So. There's children. Yeah, there's small kids. 
because there's a playground out back. But the um, that's also like where the crosswalk is. So there's a guy mm-hmm. standing by the floaties. And I'm like, okay, he's waiting for someone in the pool place. But I'm still going to go slow because I don't know if he well, like, wants to cross or whatever. So <laughs> uh, I'm like going slow. There's like a speed bump, whatever. And then like, I don't know, his friend or whatever is also standing over here. And I'm like, okay, I'm also going to watch you. You don't run out in front of me. There's no crosswalk here. <laughs> I get to go. Right. All of a sudden they book it past me. Right. Carrying this giant fucking flamingo floaty that's been sitting on the sidewalk to draw people in. <laughs> they stole the floaty? They stole the floaty. They had a third guy waiting in a pickup out back behind the preschool. Uh, they had the door open. Like, this was their plan. <laughs> they have a guy waiting in the truck. The passenger door is open. The guy who doesn't have anything hops in, like, the passenger seat. The guy who has the floaty throws it in the bed of the truck and hops in, and they take off. <laughs> and I'm like... Fuck, now I have to turn around. Like, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. I got, like, a partial license plate (laughs) because I watch, I listen to a lot of true crime stuff and I'll be sitting in traffic and I'm like, all right, I got a license plate in front of me. (laughs) Like, if I hit and run someone, I'm going to be the one who has that information. Yes. Dude, I'm the same way. I just read license plates all the time randomly and I'm like, all right, I got you, white civic or whatever. (laughs) Like, Yeah, same. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I got to go like talk to the pool guys now because one of them is my one of my customers. <laughs> so I like turn around in the parking lot. And I'm like, I just want to go home and drink coffee. <laughs> so, right. so I like turn around and this guy comes running out of the store. And I didn't know it was a customer at first because he's like 18 and he has like a travel mug in one hand and like an Arizona tea and the other one just like comes running out of the store just like looking around like spinning in circles with his fucking arizona tea and i'm like hey do you work there and he's like yeah i'm like they just took off and hopped into red pickup and like left he's like oh they did steal it i'm like yeah dude <laughs> like they just like booked it past it. me i just yeah i just watched them and then like two older guys come out who like run the store and they're, like, looking around. He's like, yeah, she just said they, like, took it. I'm like, yeah, they, like, one of them grabbed it and they just ran. <laughs> so To their getaway car. Yeah. And part of me is, like, I should have just, like, hopped on the street behind them. Because I was already, like, almost to the exit onto the road. I just hopped yeah. on the street behind them real quick. and grabbed a picture of the license plate and then gone back in the other <laughs> exit <laughs> we all yeah but if they've planned it out that well like why put yourself in that danger they were, for a fucking float dude they were 18 they were <laughs> oh so they were like dumb kids yeah they were dumb okay, kids they like, who were like hey let's grab this, want fucking, this fucking floaty, floaty. like they're not okay. gar- like, they're not watching it you go you stand over there and i'll grab it like that's as far okay. as they had planned it but also they couldn't have gone that far because one of them is in the bed of the truck with this giant glittery fucking floaty flamingo yeah so like <laughs> it, they couldn't have gotten on the freeway like they have to live at one of the complexes around there but i'm like you fucking idiots right yeah <laughs> so like damn where it. they gotta like what did they what did they say or do or they just like oh well uh no he's like uh the older guy i think probably owns the store he's like i oh, mean i didn't think they would do it <laughs> and i'm like they did they did, yeah. sir. 
Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. I know. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Why you gotta involve me now? Like, it's Sunday. I just want to go home, yo. I know. Get me involved in your shenanigans. <laughs> I'm so mad. And then every time I saw a truck drive by, I'm like, is that them? They could have dropped it off somewhere. <laughs> like, reading right? every license plate on every red pickup. And I'm like, nope, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you about the man sleeping by my car, didn't I? Mm-hmm. You sent me a picture. Okay. Yes. Wild times. So, I know I should probably tell her always. <laughs> uh, so, I walked to my car after work on Wednesday. Last Wednesday. And I'm on the phone with my sister. And habitually, I have my pepper spray in my hand. Um, I approach the back of my car. And there's a man sleeping between my front wheel and the car's next to me front wheel. And I'm pretty scared I should pretty scared. <laughs> pretty sure I scared the shit out of him because he rolled over and just played dead. Um I hung up with my sister and opened my car door to like put space between him and I. I got in the car, backed out, and the fucker was just drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he had an angry angry orchard bottle underneath my car. Uh I'm pretty sure he just wanted to drink and pass out. But buddy, don't do it by my wheel. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. I don't wanna run over. Cars. Like, that's probably not a good idea. So we both had experiences this week. <laughs> Years tops mine, though. <laughs> yeah, I was not prepared for that. I couldn't see the truck from where I was originally when I f- saw that first kid, like, standing by the floaties. <laughs> or I would have been like, why is that truck just parked there with the passenger door open? <laughs> like, Right. Yeah, that would have been sketch, but I couldn't see the truck. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Because <laughs> they sneaky like that. It's my first, my first to go turn this week. Yep. Maybe I should have another margarita. <laughs> <laughs> my turn to go first this week. Yes. Do you mind if we start? No, go for it. Okay. My topic is binging with Babish, the YouTube cooking channel. Cool. Have you seen it? No. I know what it is, oh. but it doesn't really appeal to me. Really? That's funny because you guys have the same sense of humor. I mean, I've never seen it, so I don't know that. <laughs> but yeah, isn't what? Explain it to me. Okay. So binging with Babish. Uh, his name isn't Babish at all, actually. Yeah. Um, there, it's binging with Babish is basically a YouTube cooking channel about uh, this man named. His real name is Andrew Ray. He's a self-proclaimed chef, filmmaker, and YouTuber uh, from Brooklyn, New York. He actually graduated with a BA in film studies from Hofstra University in New York. Um, and the channel was created in 2006. Uh, the name was actually inspired by the character Oliver Babish from The West Wing. Um, just Andrew Ray liked the, liked the character, so he adopted the name. Uh, there were three unrelated videos unrelated Babish videos that were uploaded on the channel uh, before it became popular or before he actually started using it is binging with Babish. Mm -hmm. Um, Two of them were uploaded in 2007, which was a year after the channel was created. And there was another video in 2010. So basically the channel sat dormant for like four years. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Which I think, think is kind of interesting how it just takes one video to catch the eye of someone and, it goes viral. Anyways, he started using the U- Binging with Babish YouTube channel in, or uploaded his first Binging with Babish 
um, episode on February 10th, 2016, which was actually about uh, the Parks and Rec episode uh, where they have the burger cook-off. I have not seen it. I have not seen that episode or the Parks and Rec show. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I also have not watched Park and Rec, Parks and Rec. I've seen like parts of it, but I've not actually watched the show. I have not seen any of it. Um, I'm not a huge, obviously, again, I'll say it, TV <laughs> watcher. Um, but which is really funny because that is a lot of what Babish's episodes are about are, um, recipes from TV. Uh, the first video to be widely circulated aired on November 14th, 2016, and it was making the moist maker sandwich from friends. Yeah. See, I'm not super interested in making fictional food items real. And see, for me, it's not about the item he's making. It's more or less about his personality and his dry sense of humor that I absolutely love. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like him as a person outside of the actual YouTube channel. Uh, He, I'll get into that later. Um, (laughs) uh, But yeah, that's the first video that gained traction. So the Moist Maker Sandwich, for those of you who watch Friends probably know this already, is a turkey, cranberry, stuffing, and gravy sandwich. Uh, he not exactly true it's a turkey gobbler which is okay <laughs> i'll tell you what it is quiz me about friends it is a turkey gobbler which is the turkey the cranberry you know the stuffing whatever but then the secret monica makes it obviously it's a thanksgiving leftover sandwich she soaks a middle piece of bread in gravy puts it in the middle like a big mac and then that's what ross calls the moist maker See, and I wouldn't know that because I have never watched Friends. I haven't seen this Babish episode. And there we are. <laughs> but that's the first one that gained traction was the Friends episode, which didn't surprise me because it's Friends related. Yeah. All you literally have to do is hashtag Friends and you'll get plenty of likes on your post, I promise. Um, Andrew Ray created a Patreon account to earn income after reaching a monthly $10,000 goal. He quit his day job to work full time on Binging with Babish. He originally spent $6,000 on a Sony digital camera, lights, and editing software because he does the production, editing, and narration on the videos himself. His videos are often shot from the neck down, and he does the voice narration afterwards. So he like does his little show, uh, takes his video, and then he'll go back and voice it over later. Um, he has published two cookbooks. The first one was released on October 3rd, 2017, and it's called Eat What You Watch, a cookbook for movie lovers, and it contains 40 recipes from uh, different movies and TV shows. He released a second cookbook in October, or yeah, October 2019. It's called Binging with Babish, 100 Recipes Recreated from Your Favorite Movies and TV Shows. So essentially that's the premise of his show, but he also does normal food cooking items as well. We actually just watched the mac and cheese episode right before we started recording. (laughs) Um, Some of his more ridiculous items that he's made on Binging with Babish are the Krabby Patty from Spongebob, uh, the dessert hot dog from The Simpsons, and Ratatouille, which is also called Confit Bialdi from the movie, obviously, Ratatouille. Uh, GQ did an interview with Babish. I call him Babish because, for me, Andrew Ray is weird because I know him as Babish. Um, GQ kind of does the 10 things I can't live without series. 
And I couldn't find a whole lot about uh, Andrew himself. Um, kind of like who he is as a person to kind of give people an idea of who he is outside of the kitchen. Um, so 10 things that he can't live without are one, his meds. Uh, he is a lactose intolerant. He has allergies and he has an EpiPen because he is deathly allergic to a mystery item. He's gone through allergy testing <laughs> and isn't, this is a quote, is allergic, a little allergic to everything, but not a lot allergic to something. And apparently the doctors told him that it could have just been a chemical in the air that <laughs> he was allergic to or a combination that he just breathed in and caused him to go into anaphylactic shock, which I think is terrifying. He also takes antidepressants uh, because this is also a quote because he doesn't think mental health is talked about enough. I wholeheartedly agree with that statement. I don't think mental health is talked about enough. Um, in fact, he even states in there that he's only here today because of his medication. Uh, the only reason he's able to produce these videos is because he hasn't done that yet. So um, I think it's, I thought that was a really cool thing for him to reveal about himself. Uh, he also likes nice underwear. I too like nice underwear, but I'm not about to spend $40 on a nice pair of underwear like he does. Um, he also can't live without a chef's knife. Uh, he recommended the Wusthof brand. I've never heard of that in my life. I actually like Victorinox. Victorinox? Victorinox? As a chef's fork. Um, he likes Rolex watches, specifically the Submariner one. And another thing that struck a chord with me, because I often have this in my cupboard, is he likes Kentucky bourbon. Uh, specifically Basil Hayden. He sits in the kitchen, cooks with it, pours himself a glass while he's drinking or while he's cooking. Uh, does all the fun things. Um, he also wears glasses, but he says he doesn't really need them. They're more of a fashion statement because he likes it when he's in his little glasses house. And I relate to that because I feel naked without my glasses. <laughs> but you need them to see. I do need them to see. I am very blind. He says he needs them for driving and reading. He says he's got like a 20, 40 or a 30... 4020, like 3020 vision, um, which is all damn near. Which perfect. is basically fine. <laughs> yeah, down. I, on the other hand, am. I, on the other hand, was blind as shit. Uh, regardless, when I was younger and didn't know I needed glasses, I too wore glasses because I liked the comfort that they gave me. So I really related to that. Um, that's about it for that. I just kind of like it. I like his dry sense of humor. Um, I like the fact that he <laughs> was in film production and was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go start a YouTube channel and did it uh, and is successful at it. I admire that. And as baby podcasters, we're just getting a taste of <laughs> taste of that life. Um, so I don't know. I just Babish is often on our YouTube channel. We watch them frequently. He actually does have good tips for cooking, uh, even though he's not actually a he didn't go to cooking school. It's not a professional a chef. chef. Yeah, exactly. Like I said at the beginning, he's a self-proclaimed chef. Uh, and in fact, he admits that in a lot of his videos that he is often learning right along with us. In fact, in the mac and cheese video we watched earlier today, he made mac and cheese the same. He was doing a bunch of recipes of mac and cheese. And, and in fact, he screwed one up. <laughs> so he's like, well, I'm going to go back and read you that. He goes, because I'm still learning <laughs> like we all are, uh, which I thought was cool be to be like, sorry about it. I fucked up. I'm going to go remake this real quick. <laughs> Transparency. I like that. 
but I think the part I like about him most was in his um, when he was talking about, in his GQ interview about um, the first time he got anaphylactic shock <laughs> and why he needs to carry around an EpiPen is because he's actually an activist. He's a, he said he was at a protest and his face just started swelling and he has no idea why, um, which I thought was kind of cool. The fact that he actively goes out and speaks out for what he believes in. I like that. I respect that in anyone. Um, so I don't know. I think that was the thing that struck me as cool. <sighs> he's a real person. He's not just a face on a channel. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're all real people, but yeah, I connected with him. Well, that's good. So. All right. Next, next topic. So in episode one, I talked about coffee mm-hmm. and now I'm going to dive a little deeper into iced coffee. <laughs> So, there are obviously various ways to make iced coffee. The fundamental division being cold brewed, when you put the grounds in cold water and brew it, usually overnight, versus normal brewing, like drip coffee, and then you just pour it over ice. So, cold, not cold brew, but iced coffees are usually brewed with a higher strength Due to the dilution that the ice will cause. So it's stronger than if you get hot coffee. <laughs> Which is fine by me. <laughs> I, I have cold <laughs> brew right here next to me. That's why they only sell it in certain sizes. Yes. Well, that depends on where you go. So there is a kind of coffee. I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> because my brain wants to put... Like, some sort of Spanish-y accent on it. <laughs> but I don't think that's right. So it's called Mazagran. And it is from Algeria. Uh, and it was around... Where even is Algeria? Um, Algeria is, like, Eastern European, I think. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea where that's at. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's white people. Okay. But it was around um, circa 1840. And people in the area credit it as the original iced coffee. <laughs> Which is a long time ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like almost 200 years ago. Basically, it was some sort of coffee syrup that they would make mixed with cold water. So it was never actually iced because freezers didn't exist. <laughs> right. <laughs> the only way to get iced was to go pick it yourself. Exactly. So... In the 19th century, the Café Frappé started to pop up places, which is, as we all know, blended coffee. It's not, again, it's not quite how we think of it today, because Frappuccino is an invention of Starbucks. (laughs) It's not an official coffee word. Right. But uh, it is, like, blended up with, like, cold water and sometimes ice. So that it gets all mixed together and foamy. And in the late 19th century, chilled coffee started to gain popularity because of the Joint Coffee Trade Publicity Committee of the United States in 1920. (laughs) Repeat that? (laughs) The Joint Coffee Trade Publicity Committee... (laughs) (laughs) The Joint Coffee Trade Publicity Committee of the United States. 
Damn. Yeah. <laughs> that is a mouthful. Yes, it is. <laughs> so then I basically just have like different kinds of iced coffee drinks from different countries <laughs> that I thought was interesting. That's really yeah. all the facts I have about iced coffee because it's good and it's I like good. it and it's my preferred form of coffee. But obviously there are different versions in different countries and I'm not a, an expert. I didn't do any research beyond writing these down out of the Wikipedia article. So don't hold me to any of these, but some of them I have heard of. So uh, in Australia, so basically it was like several countries were listed and then like, this is what iced coffee is there. And I'm like, that can't be the only kind of iced coffee they have, but okay. <laughs> but in Australia, it's basically coffee flavored milk with a lot of sugar added. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a real quick story. Mm-hmm. When I was in Australia, I got a, I think I might have mentioned this prior when I talked about travel. Mm-hmm. I got a milkshake in Australia mm-hmm. and it was a literally cold milk and sugar. It was not like an ice cream. That's weird. It is weird. So I'm not sure if it was a mistake by the place <laughs> or if that's like how they eat their milkshakes there. And I was scared to buy another one over there. <laughs> so I, did, I don't know if that's how they make their frozen drinks there i don't know that's what i don't like think so because i believe okay i believe it, it just, was it, australia or it could have been germany because the australian one and the german ones had like some similar things but one of them was basically a milkshake but unblended so it was like all the like coffee things you know like the coffee and the milk and the stuff and then just like mm-hmm. a scoop of ice cream also but not blend it up. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, that's weird. That sounds like, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just strikes me as odd, though, because if their iced coffee is just coffee with milk, mm-hmm. then. Well, I mean. In their milkshake. Well, there. Or do they have ice in it? There might be ice in it, but as opposed to like coffee with a dash of milk, like it's mostly milk, and then they put like a coffee, like coffee syrup in it. Uh, okay. And then a lot of sugar. To make it sweet. That's so weird. Yeah. The German one was uh, pretty similar to that. Um, the In Germany, it's called Ice Coffee. <laughs> Ice Coffee. Yeah. I'm sure that was very wrong, but it's E-I-S-K-A-F-F-E-E or something. So basically, I mean, it can't be all coffee. that far off. Yeah. But we're not. I'm sure it wasn't so. guttural enough or... I left out an umlaut somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in Canada, Tim Hortons has their own propi- proprietary drink, which is the iced cappuccino, which they call ice caps. <laughs> ice caps. Yes. I'm still mad we didn't. I was actually telling Stefan this morning I was mad we didn't stop at Tim Hortons when we were in Canada in January. Because now we don't know when I'm going to get to go back. Um, It's fine. I know that's a really, like... <laughs> privileged thing to say but i wanted to try it damn it <laughs> yeah i mean it's a coffee chain i yeah, i but... have been there jacob and i went there once but i we usually just go just to say i've been there yeah we usually just go to the starbucks when we're there <laughs> like it's not <laughs> it's not good enough to like go out of your way to find one but yeah we usually just when we were in whistler we just grab coffee at whatever place we were eating breakfast at and yeah that was it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in Chile, 
It is called Café Alalo, which the article said translates to iced coffee. But I know from taking Spanish for two years that Alalo means ice cream. So I don't know if it's <laughs> iced coffee or ice cream coffee because it is a mix of uh, espresso or like coffee powder made up into a drink uh, plus ice cream. So I don't know if it's iced coffee or ice cream coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it, it's... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Me either. I mean, the, if the literal words... Blah, blah, blah. Literal word says ice cream coffee. Mm-hmm. I mean, it I mean, has ice cream ice, in the... They? Yeah. I don't know it off the top of my head, but... Me either. <laughs> Uh, but ice cream is one of the ingredients, so it feels like it would be ice cream coffee, not ice coffee. I don't know. I didn't look that much into it. <laughs> <laughs> it would probably be ice cream coffee. That would be my guess. Yeah. Um, it, China, they call it tak, T-A-K. And that process involves letting the coffee sit for several hours to get down to room temperature from, like, the the hot brew. And then they just pour it over ice. So basically, it's just regular coffee that they put on ice. <laughs> Stale but coffee over ice. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, in Greece, in uh, like cafes and stuff, they do frappes are popular, apparently. So it's like the... The coffee is, like, blended up with ice or whatever. I don't know specifically because the only real thing I have to think about is a frappuccino from Starbucks, which is, they're, like... Not the same. Yeah, no. It's it's not the same as any kind of authentic frappe, but, yes. <laughs> you look like you have something you want to say. I do. Uh, like a Dutch freeze? That's kind of what I envision. Like that, like more grainy, icy, milky, creamy coffee mixture. It could be rather than like the whipped frappuccino from yeah. That would, that's what I envisioned when you said that. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. I do know that frappe is a button that is on most blenders. Oh, so there you go. Yep, I did not know. That. But they started to gain popularity because of the 2004 Summer Olympics in Athens, which is apparently why we have frappes and frappuccinos and blended coffees and all of that kind of stuff really <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what it because said they started to gain picks yeah because the that's where they do them <laughs> yeah. Greece, they have their little frappes and then people went over there for the olympics because it's the olympics and then people really liked it so it started to catch on so they brought it home <laughs> yeah i guess i ain't mad about it no <laughs> it was just surprising to me that we got it from greece same um, in India, uh, it is usually instant coffee blended with cold milk, like blended up, like with a blender. Um, nothing about ice. I mean, you can add ice, but usually just the cold milk. Coffee milk. Yeah, basically. Italy has several kinds of iced coffee in to itself. Um, Café Fredo is... Basically, straight espresso that they put in the freezer and then they serve it up like an espresso slushy. 
Ooh. I know. I'm like, that sounds real good. And then probably uh-huh. their most famous one that most people know is affogato, which is just a shot of espresso poured over ice cream. Yes. Yeah. I sometimes get that if it's like, if we're out to dinner with friends, but we're in between like going to a movie or something or like going out dancing, I will usually get an affogato for dessert just because it has the caffeine and a little bit of sweet and I will be set for the night. Yeah. That's my usual go-to. Yeah. Um, in Slovenia was a pretty interesting one called Ledena Kava. <laughs> I don't know anything about that language. <laughs> I'm going to say that's how you say it. So, it is. I assume these are all blended up together. Because if not, this is a wild ride. So, double espresso, ice cream, whipped cream, almond or chocolate flakes, and waffle. And waffle? And waffle. How do you drink a waffle? That's what I'm saying. They probably blend it up. I don't know if it's waffle or, like, waffle cone, like, bits. I don't know. There wasn't that many details, but that's a wild ride if it's not blended, right? Right? I feel like it would either be, if it was not blended, it would just be, like, a chunk of waffle in the top. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> that's it. Like, but it says waffle in the actual ingredient recipe, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know if wild. it's. <laughs> yeah, I was picturing, like, waffle cone. Like, bits? Yeah. I could see that. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. I would add it like add like a different texture. Mm-hmm. Thicken it up a little bit. Yeah, like a nice little milkshake situation, but with a double espresso in it. I ain't mad. Um, my love, Thai iced coffee. <laughs> I'm actually more of a Thai iced tea person, but it's I love fine with Thai the, iced coffee. It's fine with the coffee. I pre- I just prefer the flavor with the tea. I don't like my coffee to be all that sweet, so I usually drink it black and then. It's fine with the tea. The tea has, like, the stronger bitter taste. Um, so that is basically coffee, sugar, heavy cream, or half and half, and cardamom to make it delicious. Yummy. Yeah. Shit. I love Thai tea. Coffee's fine. Um, and then uh, Vietnam has a similar recipe to Thailand. It is basically just coffee and condensed milk. So instead of doing all the like sugar and everything separately, you just put it all together. And it is a much denser version than Thai iced coffee. (laughs) Because condensed milk is thick. I love Thai iced coffee, but I more often get the Vietnamese kind just because we go get pho frequently. Mm -hmm. And I love when they do it there because it just like they bring it out. Like they have the glass of ice with the sweetened condensed milk in the bottom of it, mm-hmm. and then they have like this little like strainer with a little coffee shot on top of it, and then as it like drains, it like melts the ice a little bit, and then it like becomes like this delicious. Where they bring out, sorry, they bring out uh, a little thing of like half and half that you pour into it after the the coffee's drained through, um, and then you like stir it all up, mm-hmm. and there you are. I like that. It's cute. I like the little pot they bring it out, and that's my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> the little straighter pot. Yeah. Uh, so the place we go to pho at, it was really funny. Um, the first time we ever got it, we didn't, like, know that was a process. And the pho place we go to, there's, like, this family that owns it, and the 
I think she's a sister or something. She's like older, but uh, she works there and she's just kind of like takes Stefan and I in as her children when we go there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so she brought it out and Stefan went to go lift Lynn. She goes, she smacks Sam and goes, no, you don't lift Lynn. <laughs> she goes, you let it strain. <laughs> We're like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Our bad. <Yeah. laughs> that was our introduction to Vietnamese coffee, but it's delish. <laughs> yeah. I do like the, I like the sweeter. I like the sweetness that the Vietnamese has, but as you were talking, the tie is a little bit lighter and not as thick mm-hmm. or dense. Yep. They're about the same though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just like iced coffee. I'm always hot. <laughs> the hot drinks only make it worse. I, if I'm at work in the morning, I'll usually have like a hot cup of tea and then immediately go to a hot cup of coffee. If it's just midday and I'm like wanting coffee, it will just always be iced coffee. I don't usually, unless it's like cold winter time in the afternoon, I will not get iced coffee. Yeah, same. Or uh, hot coffee. Yeah, I'll do a hot coffee like to wake up, but... For the most part, I want it cold. And now that I live in Arizona, you don't even, <laughs> you don't have to say iced. It's basically they make everything iced and you have to tell them if you want it hot. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good tip to know if I ever come to Phoenix or when I come to Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. So I've mentioned this topic a couple times uh, in passing and you were surprised that I hadn't talked about it yet. Well, here I am. Is it basketball? <laughs> it is basketball. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I went pretty light on it, uh, mainly because I want to talk about how they're going about the season post-COVID. Um, but for our listeners, I uh, played basketball all the way through my sophomore year of college. In high school, we took 8th uh, and state in my 10th grade year, 3rd and state my 11th grade year, and 2nd and state my 12th grade year. So it's pretty safe to say that basketball has impacted my life. Uh, pretty, pretty heavily, um, from a lot of different perspectives, from an athletic perspective, for a health perspective, from, um, learning what it means to truly be on a team and to learn how to communicate with team members. And, um, that transfers over to real world, real world work experience. So for me, basketball's had just a really long lasting impression, um, that'll probably carry with me forever. It's, it's really made me who I am. Um, one thing to note, though, is that there is kind of a difference between men's basketball versus women's basketball. Uh, women tend to be a little bit scrappier and men tend to be a little bit more showy. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. Um, I find that when it's women's basketball, I mean, especially at the pro level, there is a little bit of that show factor. Um, but I find that it's just a little more scrappy with women than it is for men uh sometimes the guys like to i don't know i i like to say take it easy <laughs> for a long time i didn't watch the nba because they didn't play defense and defense was something that was deeply ingrained in me um that's not so much the case anymore i feel like teams have kind of gotten around to to the defense and away from the show factor but overall i find that women tend to be a little more scrappier than men fun fact i twirled baton for the seattle storm wnba team uh back when i was like fourth or fifth grade I think Uh, that was super cool Uh, but to the game of basketball Uh, the game of basketball as we know it today was created by Dr. James Nysmith PE instructor at the International Training School 
known as now the Springfield College in Springfield, Massachusetts. At the request of his boss, he was tasked with creating an indoor sports game to keep athletes in shape for the cold winter months. This game, which we now know as basketball, consisted of peach baskets and had a soccer-style ball. The first game had 13 rules. Essentially, he put the peach baskets on the outside edge of the gymnasium. Where was it? An, I think it was an arena they were in. Uh, he put the basically hung the peach baskets on the edge of some sort of like arena, auditorium, open space, something flat open space area. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he had a class of eighteen, so he split the class into two teams of nine. Uh, obviously, one was offense, one was defense. If they have the ball, and they don't. The other one doesn't. Anyways, he split the teams into two, uh, two teams of nine. And basically said, um, go for it, after he read them the 13 rules. I don't have those off the top of my hand. I'm actually going to pull those up because I'm a little interested. (laughs) So the first of the 13 rules were the ball may be thrown in any direction with one or both hands. Still rule today. The ball may be batted in any direction when one or both hands, but never with the fist. Still true. A player cannot run with the ball. The player must throw it from the spot on which he catches it. Allowance to be made for a man who catches the ball when running at good speed if he tries to stop. That's not true anymore. You have to jump stop if the ball is in your hands. You cannot take a step. Um, the ball must be held in or between the hands. The arms or body must not be used for holding it. That is still pretty true. Um, I've seen point guards hold the ball on their hip before, so I'd say that's still true, mostly. (laughs) Number five, no shouldering, holding, pushing, tipping, or striking in the way, in any way, the person of an opponent shall be allowed. So basically, that's the foul rule. Foul is striking at the ball with a fist. Violation of rules three, four, and such described in rule five. So... Basic fouls. If either side makes three consecutive fouls, it shall count a goal for the opponent's team. I don't think that's true anymore because now we get free throws. <laughs> a goal shall be made when the ball is thrown or batted from the grounds into the basket and stays there, providing those defending the goal do not touch or disturb the goal. Side note, back in the day, the very first basketball game they ever played, they had to go get, they had to stop the game every time the team scored a basket because they had to put up a ladder to get the ball out of the peach basket. That would be annoying. Mm-hmm. When the ball goes out of bounds, it should be thrown into the field of play by the person first touching it. The umpire shall be the judge of men and shall note the fouls and notify the referee when three consecutive fouls have been made. Again, I don't think that rule exists anymore, but there is a lead referee and two supporting referees. The referee shall be the judge of the ball and shall decide when the ball is in play in bounds to which side it belongs and shall keep the time. Okay, so there's a lead referee and two umpires. The time shall be two 15-minute halves with five minutes rest in between. Uh, At the college level, it's two 20-minute halves with 15 minutes in between, or 20 minutes in between. And in pro, I think it's four 15-minute quarters. The side making the most goals in that game, or in that time frame, shall be declared the winner. In case of a draw, the game may, by agreement of the captains, be continued until another goal is made. So overtime. I think those are pretty cool rules. Some of them of which still exist, but not all of them. Some of them have been altered. 
kind of <laughs> kind of cool to see how that's developed over the years. Mm-hmm. So professionally in the United States, there are two professional divisions, the NBA and the WNBA. The NBA is for uh, men. They have 29 teams in the U.S. and one in Canada for a total of 30 teams. And the WNBA has a total of 12 teams. The NBA was founded in 1946 and the current commissioner is Adam Silver. The WNBA was founded in 1996 and current the current commissioner is Kathy Engelbert. Uh, both NBA and WNBA seasons were put on hold due to COVID. Um, back in, I th- think they finally stopped playing games at the beginning of April. Um, so they haven't, there hasn't been. Yeah, because didn't like half of one of the, who put in, where was it? What the team was Utah that? Jazz. Yes. Like half like, of them half had it. Yeah. <laughs> and they were yes. like, okay, we gotta stop. Yeah, but they were playing games up until that point. Yeah. <laughs> Which kind of blows my mind. Yeah. And the fact that they were just having gatherings that big, like... Oh, yeah. <sighs> it seems so long ago. <laughs> right? It's been only... It's been like three months, too. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, and in that three-month span, both NBA and WNBA were supposed to have their... Finish out their seasons and then jump into their playoff seasons. Well, obviously, <laughs> didn't happen. Isn't going to happen. But they've kind of, like, worked their way around it. Um, The WNBA has decided that the end of July, they will have all 12 teams stay at the IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. They will practice, eat, sleep, stay, play, basically live at the IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. They'll play 22 games, followed by a traditional playoff format. So traditional playoff format means certain teams win a certain have a certain record they go up against the other team that has a certain record the winner of that team advances the loser obviously does not um nba often it's basically just tournament style play um the nba they have since the wnba only has 12 teams they're going to include everyone in their their season including the playoffs but the nba since they have 30 teams they're only taking 22 teams uh to play eight games to finish the regular season, basically to just determine seeding for the playoffs. And then the top seven teams in each conference, East and West will advance to the playoffs with a wild card eighth team in each conference. What's really interesting about that is all 22 teams are going to be staying at Walt Disney world resort in Florida because it's the only one of the only venues big enough to hold something like that and keep, teams and coaches and (laughs) uh, staff on their grounds and provide food for them and make sure that they stay safe. But it kind of makes me think, though, because Walt Disney World is supposed to open in July as well. So how are they going to house all these players and people there if... Does that just mean that they're not going to... I know that they... are probably going to close off certain parks or... They might close off like certain sections but also i know that they stopped taking reservations a while ago so they might just like push back the opening oh okay i did not know that i just thought it was really i don't think either the wnba or nba uh will have fans watching their uh their games i know for sure the nba won't i didn't read uh that about the wnba that i didn't see a statement from them about that Mm -hmm. um so that'll be kind of odd to watch a basketball game with no fans but I do think it's a really genius idea to ho- to have Disney host them. I mean, Disney's 
owns ESPN and yeah. NBA and ESPN are obviously tight. So yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. Um, and it's a big enough space with all the accommodations like food and fitness. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's really wild to watch all these companies come together and make things work for the sake of entertainment. Um, that's really all I have about basketball. I could probably go in depth a lot about that, but maybe I'll save some of those for our next break room episode. But I just thought it was cool that they were. How many years did you figuring play? Figuring away. What? How many years did you play? Um, so I, I, <laughs> I played one year in first grade <laughs> and I didn't play again until sixth grade, uh, when I only played on a tournament team. And then I played junior high for seventh and eighth. And then through college or through high school and into college, so eight years. I played in sixth grade. I played basketball. I uh, went home early from every practice. I made it to the first game. Didn't play, and then I quit. <laughs> <laughs> you went home early from every practice. Every practice, I called home. <laughs> I'm like, I don't feel good. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't do basketball <laughs> I don't blame you yeah. it's kind of how I was with volleyball I hated it <laughs> I was the opposite I liked volleyball but yeah. basketball isn't my thing yeah volleyball is the only sport I've ever quit yeah basketball's the I only like sport basketball. I ever quit well I didn't quit karate we just moved so it that wasn't counts. a choice to Fair quit enough. right you just didn't have another karate space yeah not with the same style what's your last topic my last topic is mobile games like on the phone Mm -hmm. okay so i like this topic okay mobile games are defined uh as games played on mobile phones tablets smartwatch pda portable media players and can you guess the last one that you can play a mobile game on I mean, you've kind of listed all of the things. I did not, because you can also play a mobile game on a graphing calculator. What? <laughs> yeah. I did not know you that. You didn't know that? You never no. You never got to that section on your TI? No. Oh, yeah. That's like half of what we did in Crumrine's class. <laughs> oh. I also didn't take traditional math classes, so. Mm. Really? <laughs> yeah. I took algebra one my freshman year and then took geometry and trig my sophomore year and then i went to lcc oh yeah i took math every year because i like doing math (laughs) see i don't mind math i like it uh it's part of the reason why i like chemistry Mm -hmm. actually is because of all math in it but i didn't know you could play games on calculators you can you could also program in answers to uh (laughs) To uh, the, there's a certain, yeah, you could like, (laughs) yeah, you could program in the answers to certain like equations and stuff. And because we shared calculators (laughs) in Cromwell's class, if you were the second class, then the first class has already taken the test and they could just leave you the answers in your calculator. (laughs) (laughs) Who'd you share a calculator with? I don't remember. It was just, I don't actually know that I knew. You just, she would have just like assigned you a number 
Oh. So you would just like go get your calculator at the beginning of class and put it back at the end and then everyone's That's just assigned sweet. a certain calculator. But yeah, <laughs> you can program in <laughs> answers, uh, at least on Texas Instruments. That's what we had. So the possibly the first mobile game was a variant of Tetris. In 1994, programmed onto the Hagenuk <laughs> MT2000. <laughs> I don't know what that device is. Tetris was created in Japan. I don't know what that is. Also, <laughs> I don't either. There are uh, people who say that that actually isn't the first mobile game. And I don't know if that's because they don't think that existed. Or if that's because you could play some sort of Darth Vader game on calculators in 1980. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the argument is for that version of Tetris in 94 to not be the original. But apparently people argue about that. Interesting. Um, in 1997, Nokia came out with Snake. Snake was my shit. Yes. Yeah. Both of my parents had the Nokia whatever. The brick one. The indestructible one? Yeah. And I did play Snake on it. <laughs> <laughs> the Nokia 6110 had the first two-player game, which was Snake, but it also used the infrared port so you could play against other people. Oh. Yeah. I feel like I, I do remember that happening. I don't know. I feel like that was a big deal. <laughs> like, oh my god, you can like connect it to something else and <laughs> play against someone else. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I do remember Snake. Yeah. And then my parent, my dad, uh, was like a like a traveling salesman guy, so he had a Palm Pilot like pretty early on, and there was some sort of like bubble shooter game on there, so I would play that too. <laughs> Palm Pilot. I miss. I, I know. I'm like I miss the Palm <laughs> Pilot. It had a stylus. And everything. Palm Pilot, Blackberry, you know. I have the, at least at the time, that the, there's like a series on Wikipedia about video games. So I looked up the top 10 earning video games. So like the ones that are mobile games. So the ones that Mm -hmm. have made the most money. And then I have the most downloaded by like account numbers, basically. So those could be a little bit wrong because, like, I never log in and then I have to re-download a game when I get a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But at least for this, would you like to take a guess at any of the any of the games included in the top 10 earning? First guess would be Angry Birds. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, no, it's not? No. I don't think that there were all that many things to purchase in that game. Oh. <laughs> my vegas no no nope <laughs> oh um i don't know man <laughs> neither did i apparently so buckle up okay <laughs> okay do you want me to go from the highest or the lowest of the 10 um let's start at the bottom okay the bottom number 10 dragon ball z Dokken battle is at 2 billion damn <laughs> yeah number nine Fantasy Westward Journey. A lot of these I've never fucking heard of. I was going to say I've not heard of either of yeah. those. I mean, I know what Dragon Ball Z is, but I don't know that well, specific game. 
Same. But Fantasy Westward Journey, I got nothing. 2.5 billion. Game of War Fire Age is probably one of those, like, city builders. Or, like, a castle defense. Or some sort of fusion of the two. Uh, 2.8 billion. Fate slash Grand Order. I don't know what that game is. And I thought that it might have been, like, a tie between Fate and Grand Order. But I also saw that listing on the most downloaded. So it is one game. Whatever it is. I don't know why it has a slash in the middle. But Fate Grand Order comes in at $4 billion. That's so much money. Only at, like, the seventh place, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Pokemon Go. Not surprised. Pokemon Go. That's only six? Is that number six? $4.7 billion. This is monies, not downloads. Yes. Okay. That's still so much money for a game, like... It just came out not that long ago. It came out in like 15 or 16. Yeah, but that was only like five years and it's earned four and a half billion dollars. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my God. Number five is Candy Crush Saga. Oh, I do love me some Candy Crush. Yeah. <laughs> Candy Crush Saga, 5.4 billion. That one's been around for a while though. It has. It's been around a long while. Yeah. Like the rate between Candy Crush and Pokemon Go. <laughs> there should there should be a bigger difference there. Yeah. Um, number four, Clash of Clans, I have heard of. It is a castle defense city builder type of game. Six point four billion. Um number three, Honor of Kings. I assume that it is like Clash of Clans. <laughs> uh but it is $6.75 billion. Number two, Puzzle and Dragons. Never heard of it. Nope. Um, $7.7 billion. That's a lot of money for a game that we've never heard of. That was my thought. Would you like to take a guess at number one? I mean, no. Okay. <laughs> I already gave you my guesses. <laughs> and I've known like two of the ones on the yeah. list. Monster Strike is the top grossing game. At the time of no idea. I didn't look up any of these. 8.12 billion. <laughs> That's so much. I'm looking this up right now. Okay. Good. Because I have no idea what it is. Monster Strike. Oh. Monster Strike is a mobile Japanese role-playing physics game with an element with elements of puzzle, strategy, and cooperative multiplayer. Fuck off. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to like buy lives? Where's all this money coming from? I don't know. Because, like, Candy Crush, I get. You have five lives, and then you either have to buy more or people send you lives. Yeah, or you can, like, buy their little upgrade packages or buy gold bars or this or that. Yeah. But what the hell do you buy in Monster Strike? Yeah, I have no idea. If It, it <laughs> sounds like some sort of co-op something. Yeah. All right, so the most, top most, the t- top ten <laughs> downloaded games. Okay. All right. Number 10, Sonic Dash at 400 million. The list only counted games that have at least uh, 10 million downloads, but we'll see. Uh, But we're starting at 400 million because I started at number 10. So (laughs) (laughs) number nine, Garena Free Fire, 500 million. 500 million people have downloaded a game I've never heard of. That blows my fucking mind. I know. 
Number eight, Temple Run. I have heard of Me that. Me too. 600 million. <laughs> number six. Nope. Sorry. I skipped number seven. Number seven is Jetpack Joyride. I got nothing. I got nothing. 600 million. <laughs> Jesus. Number six, Fruit Ninja. I do like Fruit Ninja. I did not play it, but I know what it is. It was fun. 650 million. Number five, PUBG Mobile. I had to find out what PUBG was today. I asked stuff and I was like, what the hell is PUBG? Turns out it's just like COD. Sure. Similar to COD. Call of Duty. I know. I know COD fans, okay. but I had to <laughs> I don't. I've never seen PUBG, them. but that was his explanation was it's kind of like It's a King of the Hill style. Uh, do you know Fortnite? No, but the new uh, Modern Warfare Call of Duty has uh, something in there kind of like Fortnite. Well, Fortnite is it's... basically the children's version of PUBG. Like, it's less graphic, but it's still yeah, Call I... of the or King of the Hill style. You drop in, like, you parachute in from the plane, and then your team has to survive the longest. Yeah, I didn't know that style. Like, I did. I knew it. Fortnite was like a game and that it was like the King of the Hill style, but I'd never seen anyone play it. Mm-hmm. Stefan uh, has been playing Modern Warfare and they have a game within a game that you can play that's just like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're all basically the same game. I've I've really been enjoying watching him play that. Yeah. So. <laughs> I like it. Um, One billion. Downloads. PUBG With Mobile. Billion. Yes. Okay. I did not drop back down to the end of the list. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Despicable Me Minion Rush. Oh my god. One billion. How many children have downloaded that game? One billion. One billion. <laughs> um, I'm sure also adults, but... Number three. A game I've not heard of. Subway Surfers. Sounds like Jetpack Joyride. <laughs> but apparently people like the subway more than jetpacks. Uh, one billion. Number two. And number one. Would you like to take a guess at the top two most downloaded games? Candy Crush is number two. Correct. Okay. Is it on the other list? Yes. Pokemon yes. Go <laughs> is the number okay. one. But I was like, it's got to be on the list. To be list. fair, all those top five spots are all one billion. So it could be any combination of numbers after that. And we don't really know. But those are all over one billion people or one over one billion downloads. That's so many downloads. So. Here's the thing that I find wild. Okay. I was just, like, glancing at the rest of the downloads list. Mm-hmm. Number seven from the uh, earning side, Fate Grand Order, the one with the slash in it, that's the one game, and I don't know why there's a slash in it, yes. is on that list. Nowhere near the top ten. Right? It has 32 million downloads. Do you remember well, then when I said that it's grossed $4 billion? I did the yes. math. That means people are spending on average $125 on this game. And I'm like... Per person? Per person. On average. Obviously, some people are never going to spend money on it, which means some people are going to be spending more than Boy. $125. on. I'm like, that is the exact reason that I don't let myself spend real life money on games. Because that's money that I worked for. And I understand, like, if that's something you're, like, you know, if you have that kind of disposable income and, like, you want to, like, buy the upgrade or whatever, fine, go for it. But, like, that's too much money to be spending on a game that I can delete and not affect my life at all. 
Exactly. So I will admit that I do spend money on my Vegas, mm-hmm. but I get real life awards out of that. Yeah. So to me, that's a little justifiable, but I have not spent money on any other game mm-hmm. other than Candy Crush. I've, I guess and that's it. because <laughs> I've needed moves to beat levels that I've been stuck on for days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's very few and far between. Yeah. Also, if you need more lives, there's a way to hack around it. Yeah. <laughs> you just change your time zone. Yeah. So that's kind of like um, Animal Crossing runs in real time. So you can just like change the day or like move the clock ahead 12 hours and then like. Because I used to do that. I would. Okay. So <laughs> this is not mobile <laughs> games, but in high school, I got um, Animal Crossing like for the mm-hmm. Wii and I would like all of christmas break i would just like stay up all night playing it so i switched the time i just like moved the clock ahead 12 hours so it was daylight in the game when i was playing at night (laughs) so that like people were out and about and i could like actually move forward in the game and then it was nighttime in my village when it was daytime and i was not playing the game so when you were asleep yep that is smart yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so i counted because okay i don't have unlimited data for like my mobile devices so if i don't have if i'm not connected to the internet i try not to use my like stuff that uses data (laughs) like like the online things so i counted today on my ipad i have eight games and on my phone i have 14 (laughs) because (laughs) i'm a sucker for games and i will download basically anything that pops up like in an ad when i'm playing another game i'm like yeah that looks fine <laughs> i'll go download that and then i just keep getting those kinds of ads and i'm like yeah sure i like matching <laughs> sure we'll do another game i hope that this isn't like stealing my identity <laughs> <laughs> probably is but like it's fine yeah. there is one that i or two that i won't download because i don't like the <laughs> ads that they put out they're just so needlessly violent. Like one of them is called Fishdom. And like you're saving this fish by like you know, like, oh, there's a shark over here, and over here there's lava. How do you like get him through this little part so that he doesn't either get eaten by a shark or get burned up? But in the ads, it's like, Oh, you better touch here, and then they touch the the part that lets the lava in and then he like burns to death. <laughs> and I'm like in the ad? Yeah, it's in the ad. I'm like, this is too much. I'm never going to play this game. And then the other one is basically all of that, except with a girl. And I'm like, why? Does- That's even worse. Exactly. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to play this game where you let this little child, like, freeze to death because I didn't click on your ad. <laughs> like, no. Right? I don't it's want not- to live with that guilt. Yeah, it's not happening. I'm not ever going to play this game. So those two I don't like and I'll never download and I always get ads for them. I'm like, oh, the fuck away i don't want to watch this anymore <laughs> like i don't <laughs> like how brutal you're being to this child report it or not report it just make it go away make what go away the ad you can say i don't like the seeing this ad and it'll just go away it's not like a sponsored when i'm like on instagram though it's just like uh, in between turns on a game <laughs> so like okay i know what you're talking yeah about and now. then you have to like wait for the little x no you have to like wait for the little x to pop up and then you can like close or it press the press here button yeah <laughs> and then like go to, to the yeah, like, I don't I don't want to download it, so I'm just gonna wait for the X, but like hate it. <laughs> I don't wanna watch the whole thing. Right. Um but yeah. I like the Candy Crush style games. Oh, I've been led to believe that 
Best Fiends is much more popular than it really is, apparently. What is it? Best Fiends. You haven't heard, like, Ryan Seacrest and everyone else on the radio doing ads for it now? So they gained popularity because they they contacted, like, every YouTuber in existence, basically. (laughs) And we're like, hey. Okay. We'll pay you, like, a fuck ton of money to talk about us in one of your videos, right? Like, apparently... Word on the street is that a Best Fiend sponsor- sponsorship paid a lot of money, which is why everyone wow. yeah, everyone agreed to do it. And it's like, this is annoying, but like, sorry, you're gonna have to sit through it because they're paying me so much money, <laughs> like, <laughs> which is like annoying because like, oh, all right, we're gonna do a Valentine's Day look. But first, let, let me just play this little game of Best Fiends. And then they go into their little thing. And I'm like, I don't care about Best Fiends. <laughs> like, just what right. eyeshadow are you using? <laughs> I just want to know what your look is, yeah. man. <laughs> um, also, there is a book that I read written by two former BuzzFeed women. <laughs> they used to work at BuzzFeed. And they, I don't know what, I don't know how much money Best Fiends paid them. To do a Best Fiends ad in their book. <laughs> but I'm like... They put it in their they book? They put it in their book. <laughs> um, that shit's in print. You can't take that away. I know. It was wild. They also plugged their own YouTube channels. And I'm like, wow. Like, as dialogue, I'm like, this book sucks. <laughs> Cringy. Yeah, it was hard to get through. And I'm like, you plugged your own YouTube channels. And you did a Best Fiends ad in print. How much money do you think they got for that? That's so much money. Probably a lot. I know. Because anyone who ever looks at that book is going to see that fucking ad. Also, they're from BuzzFeed. So, like, a lot of people are going to see that book. That's wild to me. But they were not anywhere on the top downloaded list. So. Which is probably why they have to promote it so hard. Exactly. Well, it's basically Candy Crush, but with bugs. Okay. So, like, it's just like a matching game. But it's bugs instead of candy. (laughs) So... It's fine, but like I'll just stick with my candy crush. Exactly. Like I don't I don't like it being pushed that hard at me. Right. But yeah, I do like the candy crush, like the I don't really like King the company who makes Candy Crush because they yeah, kinda Yeah, they kinda like fuck over smaller creators and stuff. But I do think they make a good mobile game. Because right. <laughs> I have Used to play Candy Crush, and then I got tired of, like, downloading it every time I got a new phone because I'm too lazy to log in for, like, five seconds that that takes. (laughs) And then uh, I have to start all the way over, and I'm like, god damn it. So I stopped downloading that, but I do have uh, Blossom Blast, which is another King game, which I like more than Candy Crush anyway. There you go. Yeah. So I have that and Two Dots that I play when I'm at work. And I haven't played Two Dots in forever. Yeah. I think the last time I played it was that I lived with you. I have no idea. I didn't know it existed until, like, a couple months ago. Oh. I'm pretty sure it was on my phone at that point in time. Probably. I think this is their sixth year. So. Weird. Yeah. I have not played <laughs> that game in forever. Yeah. So, I play those when I'm at work, but those are the kind of games that have, like, lives that run out. So you have your five lives and then you have to like wait for them to regenerate, which sucks. And I'm not spending my real life money on <laughs> games. So then I have to come up with, then I have to play other games. So I just downloaded one called Icing on the Cake. What's that? The cake spins around and you hold the spatula on it and then you get points. <laughs> <And> that's <it. laughs> Okay. 
<laughs> that's I have this literally game it. on my. Oh, go ahead. That's literally it. You just it just it the cake spins and then you have to hold it down so that it's like angled at the top and then angled at the side and then the the sides are all smooth and you finish the cake. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of adorable. Yeah. So I have this game on my phone. It's called Pineapple. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can actually play it like with real cards. Um, but I just play it on my phone because it's easier that way. Yeah. Um, and then I have words with friends. I used to have words with friends, but I got tired of being hit on by fuck boys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I usually just play with my dad and stuff. And um, yeah. Only one of them is my fuck boy. <laughs> I mean, I just play like with whoever. Like, I just like randomly generate games because I want to keep playing. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's it's astonishing to me the places that you will get hit on <laughs> because it'll be like I don't I don't have a picture of me on there like they just see my name I'm pretty sure I didn't have a picture of me maybe I did I don't know but like we're just playing Scrabble bruh right. <laughs> you're like you hey how's it going I didn't want to try and date right? you it's like, first of all you live in a different state so what do you think is going to happen here I know what you think is going to happen here but it's not going to happen <laughs> There's a lot of lonely people in the world, Emily. <laughs> They're not that lonely. They're like 23. They're just it's dumb. Just <laughs> gross. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like the amount of times that I have been called a bitch for like not responding to their flirtations. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm just trying to play Scrabble. <laughs> like, yeah, If you don't want that, <sighs> fine. But I'm going to just close this game and go to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> so that's annoying. I do have like actual Scrabble on my iPad, and also Scattergories is a good one I have Ooh. on my phone. But the app sucks so hard, dude. Oh, I was gonna say I'm gonna download that, but now I won't. No, the UI sucks. The uh, the board is so clunky. Like the keyboard, it's not your regular keyboard; it's the app keyboard, and it's oh. so clunky. And if you don't spell something exact, like if you you know spell something wrong, like if you miss the E in monkey, they're not going to count that because obviously the AI is <laughs> like doing all the scoring for you. Yeah. So it has to be spelled exactly right. And if you spell anything wrong, then you don't get the points. It's just like, there. Ha- yeah, there has to be a better way for them to do that. But the app kind of sucks. <laughs> I just really like Scattergories. Um, I do like Scattergories. Yeah. I also downloaded, I just downloaded it yesterday. What's it called? SpongeBob SquarePants Krusty Crab Cook-Off or something. I don't know. <laughs> Took away the title. Is that the one where you flip patties? Yes. It's just one of I the... It's just that. a food service game. So, like, the customer walks up and then, like, a little image pops up next to their head uh, saying what they want. And then you have to, like, do the steps to make whatever that is. Right now I'm still I'm in breakfast, sure so we're that. making pancakes and coffee. Some of them Ooh. are pink jelly pancakes. Patrick didn't know what a yep. pancake was. Because he only eats crusty crabs. <laughs> or, or he only eats crusty crabs. He only eats crabby patties. Um, but yeah, I mean there are many food service games. Like it doesn't have to be SpongeBob branded, but I have a soft spot for SpongeBob, and I was like, I'm gonna download this one. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, it's just I have a lot of time to kill at work right now, and not a lot of data to kill my time with. So, <laughs> do you guys have Wi-Fi there? Nope. Oh no, we do not. 
and neither do any of the places near me (laughs) or i mean they do but like it's password protected so well make friends with the hair salon there is no hair salon oh that's right (laughs) that's the place you beeped out Mm -hmm. that took it over yep damn it and they're no longer there either are they i haven't seen they're still closed i don't know if they're reopening but they still have the further notice sign so weird they probably won't reopen that's my guess yeah probably not also i (laughs) doubt they would let us use their wi-fi because that comes out of their pocket yeah dang yep i like that topic though mobile games are fun yeah i uh i like not castle defense games but like castle destroyer games (laughs) uh kind of similar to angry birds which surprisingly wasn't on either of these lists that also surprised me. Yeah. Angry Birds. Oh, I did count. I think it was like number 13 on the most downloaded. Okay. But um, that was also a long time ago. So uh, many other games have come out since then. Yes. But yeah. So anything where you like have to like gauge like the height and like angle, angle and like power and everything that you need to like get that. I like those kinds of games. I do too because they're critical thinking games. Yeah. Those are fun. Yeah. That's all I had. <laughs> I like it. That was a fun one. Yeah, I've just paying, been playing a lot of mobile games, so I'm like, I'll talk about <laughs> these, because that's basically all I do at work. Oh, and also Solitaire. <laughs> I don't have Solitaire downloaded, but I do have a cribbage game downloaded. Well, our internets both decided to quit on us several times this episode, <laughs> and we are going to go do some yoga, because we need to stretch it out. Yes. I've been sitting on the floor for the last... You, you too. Yeah. <laughs> I've been sitting on the floor for the last two hours. Yeah. My butt does I'm not go... like this anymore. No. I'm going to go stretch my glutes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, happy Father's Day <laughs> on Sunday, which is before this episode comes out. So that's cool. Happy belated Father's Day <laughs> to the father listeners. Yes. We should have said that last week, but we didn't. Go ahead and if you listen on SoundCloud, give this episode a like and a comment. Uh, maybe share it somewhere if you feel like helping us out. <laughs> if you listen on iTunes, give us five stars and a review that helps. Twitter and Instagram at Yes Dude Podcast. We post over there several times a week, at least four times, five times a week for me on instagram and twitter because i connected it so (laughs) exactly our instagram posts connect to our twitter so we're always posting on there um but i too sometimes add things to our our twitter that are not on our instagram um but for real though you guys uh hit us up reach out to us we want to hear from you yeah let us know that you like the show i mean let us know if there's something that you don't like about the show (laughs) well yeah (laughs) see if that's about us or if that's about you (laughs) but (laughs) But also, maybe tell someone about the show. We can get some more listeners. <laughs> we love our listeners. We love you. We want to interact with you. I guess that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I got nothing. Okay. Well, we will talk to you next week. Bye.